Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the one Bitcoin, that's a honey badger, show. Today is March the 6th, 20. 19. One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. Value your wealth in Bitcoin. Strong hand. Offended by selling. Be a unique beast. Unconfiscatable. Holder of last resort. Yeah. All right, strong handers. Check out the links below. Everything I talk about in this video is linked to below. Um, we're going to start off by talking about this Facebook coin. Uh, it's in Breaker Magazine. And they were trying to scare people about Facebook coin. But after I read this article, I was uh, even more pro-Facebook coin. Now, again, I, I, I like experimentation. I like when big – I, I think if they do their coin, so many people are going to find out about Bitcoin. That's why I like it because it, it, it'll – some people will opt into the Facebook coin, but others will be like, well, wait a second. I want the real thing, and that's Bitcoin. So, again, to remind all of you, Facebook says, or the rumor is they're saying that they want to create their own stable coin on their platform. And they'll have a certain amount of money in the bank backing up that stable coin. Okay, that's just the first step, though. Or maybe that's not what they want. Maybe they want just to print their own money. Just to make their own uh, coin, their own centralized coin. And again, we've seen centralized coins gain value because people buy it. People have bought Ripple. I can't stop them from buying the Ripple, but they buy the Ripple. They've given it value. So wouldn't you think people would buy Facebook coin even if they knew it was centralized because they don't really care? Um, but here's the Breaker Magazine. Here's a quote from it. A native Facebook cryptocurrency puts the company on even footing with our largest governments and i didn't i hadn't thought about it that way before if they do if they go beyond just having a stable coin they will be as powerful as as a government okay they and that makes me think they really want to do this i mean they are a quite an aggressive corporation <laughs> we've seen what they've done with sharing people's information getting people's information uh, giving dopamine hits to little kids, making people feel sad when they don't get thumbs up. I mean, they're aggressive, okay? They're like scary, technical aggressive. And why not aim to be on the same power level as a country? And you know what? I think that would be a good thing because if they got as powerful as a country, if they could print their own money, and, and people were opting in to join their virtual country and use their virtual currency, then all sorts of other corporations would all of a sudden start doing the same exact thing and, and other entities. And countries would become weaker. They would be less influential. And it would give people the opportunity to break out of this you know, country-worshipping, uh, political sociopath-worshipping paradigm that we're in. At the same time, all of a sudden you'd have all these residents of the internet or internet addicts or social media addicts, should I say, uh, getting all sorts of cryptocurrencies that are controlled by uh, centralized entities. But many of them would then find Bitcoin. And 
I am so confident in Bitcoin. I would welcome that type of competition because I know in the end, the decentralized Bitcoin will be the one that's adopted, will be the winner, and it will be the world reserve cryptocurrency. So we'll have the, maybe we'll have these artificial countries, the country of Facebook with its own currency, uh, monitoring all of its uh, virtual citizens online. But they will, some will be going in and out of Bitcoin because that will be the world reserve cryptocurrency. And that is, uh, that will be the base that is backing up the value of 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 Facebook coin and Twitter coin, or you know, I, I again, I just pull Twitter coin. You know, Jack is supposedly a fat fan of a uh, Bitcoin, so we'll get into that in a second. Actually, he is. Uh, yeah. So that that's my take on the Facebook coin. The article you can read the article yourself. Um, again, no one will be forcing you to use Facebook coin. No one uses forces you to use Facebook or any platform. You don't. I don't have a cell phone. No one forces you to have a cell phone. Uh, so you you can use your self-control when all of this nonsense is going on and just opt in the Bitcoin. Or hopefully you've already opted in the Bitcoin. And hopefully, you know what you'll do right now? You'll subscribe to this channel and you'll pound that like button. So I forgot to say this yesterday, but Jack Dorsey, uh, during one of his recent interviews, I think it was with uh, Marty Bent, I think I think he, he, the link is below. Twitter's Dorsey buying ten thousand dollars of Bitcoin each week. He's bullish. Well, that's awesome. And from what I've heard, uh, what's been implied to me, there are a lot of people in Silicon Valley, and he's in Silicon Valley, um, that do do things like that. That buy a lot of Bitcoin. Rich people buying a lot of Bitcoin. They can afford it. And he's putting his money where his mouth is, I guess. Now, do we know he's really doing that? No, we don't know if he's really doing it, but I bet he is. Um, and hey, will in in the future when you're watching this, are you complaining and saying, why is Jack Dorsey like a trillionaire now and I have nothing? Well, it's because you didn't buy Bitcoin. You you, you didn't you didn't you didn't think all oh, those rich people they're not really you you thought the rich people were just lying about it, and you were just you were gonna wait a little longer. Don't be that guy in 2024. So. Good for Jack if he's uh, buying ten thousand dollars worth of Bitcoin every week. Good job. Maybe uh, maybe he was you know if he was doing it back in uh, twenty fifteen. Whoa, <laughs> some people were probably. Now, uh, what do we have here? Oh yeah, Friday eight four. It's eight forty five a.m. Eastern time, one forty five p.m. London time. Uh, Udi will be on the show. And uh, Boris from the Netherlands will be on the show. That's This Week in Bitcoin Friday morning in New York, um, 8.45 a.m. And uh, London time is 1.45. I'll still be in Israel. Now, what do we, oh, yeah. The Bitcoin budgie, he's got a great Twitter feed. He copied me on this. I thought this was a great tweet. You don't spend money when you buy Bitcoin. You spend money when you sell Bitcoin for fiat. That was great, dude. Yeah, you value your wealth in Bitcoin, clearly. When you sell your Bitcoin for fiat, you're actually spending your real money there. You're spending the real money on this paper stuff. Good good point, dude. All right, Jerome Brook had a show today. Um, and at the 53.20 minute mark, this is it, and only listen to this because this is the only thing that's going to pertain to this video. Although on Saturday I will talk about your own show, but he endorsed the Zehut party in uh, Israel, who I also endorse. 
but 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 and, and so if you're in Israel, please vote for them. I think it would be a good good idea to vote for the Zehut party um, in the April elections. But we'll talk about that on Saturday. That's for the Beyond Bitcoin show. Check that out on Saturday. But what what he at the fifty three twenty marks, someone asked him, anything positive happening in the next ten years, or is it all negative negativity and decline? And he, he kind of got a sad look on his face because. And he did give some examples of some things that he finds to be positive in the next 10 years, but he preaches a lot of negativity. He does talk a lot of negativity over the next 10 years. And there, there's a whole cult of people out there who take it to an extreme who would answer that question. I mean, like, what, what would Peter Schiff say if you asked him, anything positive happening in the next 10 years, or is it all negativity and decline? And Peter Schiff would say it's all negativity and decline. Uh, and there's so many people that that thrive off of that, and they're not really thriving. They're well, there's guys that have gimmicks off of that. They probably are thriving because they're 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 selling their uh, product, which is uh, supposed to make you learn more about this negativity and decline, so you can prepare for the negativity and decline. I got to tell you something. I mean, I, I, as you all know, I'm a very positive person, but I am. You you can tell I'm incredibly pumped for these next ten years. I mean, has Bitcoin altered your view of the future? And, and I hope the answer is yes, because it has is, is definitely altered my view of the future. Now, I already had a very positive take of the future. Um, I mean, I remember when I first heard about the Internet, I like, immediately right away, I got so pumped for, and I was young, I, for, for the future. I was like, this is, oh, my God, the future is so exciting. And, you know, I've always been a fan of space travel and, and just going beyond the Earth anyway. So, I mean, that's something to look forward to. But I, I just wonder, if you're in this sp space and you – you have like a negative view of the future. I mean, you got to look closer at Bitcoin. You got to you got to just really understand what this what this is going to do. How the world is going to change here. That I hope it has altered your chain your view of the future and made it much more positive and much the excitement. The it's very unpredictable. There's certain aspects of it that are very unpredictable, but you know that it's going to be very positive in terms of. Uh, value should we say and uh you know we don't you don't know exactly how you're going to get there i mean there's some intrigue there's some mystery involved there's no clear path to the future of bitcoin but you know it's an awesome future and there's so much experimentation that's going to go on before then and there's so much um you know it's got to be made easier and it, it's got to be there's so much adoption we're we have insider information because hardly anyone knows about it yet and uh that's so exciting, and that makes me very positive about the future. So I, I, I you know, Yaron Brook doesn't know about. I mean, he's heard of Bitcoin, but he does not have the same view that I have. If he, I think, if anyone else was asked that, any Bitcoin fan, true Bitcoin believer, was asked that question, they would give a similar answer to me. That like, oh my God, the next ten years, wow, the world is going to change so much. Just like, I mean, when you think back to. How much has the world changed since 1992? It's 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 unbelievable. It's unbelievable, and it's going to be it's it'll happen in a short shorter time span now, and that's so exciting, and that's just so positive. Um, so stay healthy, people, so you, so you can see this. Uh, so yeah, all, all all you people, if if you do if you don't have a positive view of the future, if you think it's filled with a lot of negativity. Uh, strengthen your hand and, and read more about Bitcoin. Get excited and, and, and get some. I don't know if you have mean. I don't know if we should delve this deep into some philosophical aspects. But I mean, 
do you have meaning in your life? Do you have purpose in your life? Or is it just, you know, I'm going to work every day and going to sleep, got to do X, Y, and Z? Or, or is there some greater, greater meaning, something? Uh, for me, you know, part of my meaning in life is just the progress, is progress. And that's, uh, and I'm, I'm just, I'm so happy to be part of this progress, this movement that, you know, when we'll look back on this one day and we'll be like, oh my God, I remember when, Bitcoin was just a glimmer in uh, most people's eye, and and now it's just dominating dominating the world on so many different levels. And we didn't understand so many things about it then. I mean, uh, yeah, it puts a big smile on my face, and uh, yeah, it makes me uh, it makes me strive. It makes me, it gives me energy. It gives me uh, uh, I don't know. It, it, it makes my hands strong. I'll, I'll tell you that. And uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Conviction. <laughs> It's behind my conviction. It really is. All right, pound that like button. But so with all of that in mind, with all that long-term thinking in mind, you've got to remember that Bitcoin is not, the world of Bitcoin is not a world of instant gratification, to say the least, to say the least. If you if you join up in the Bitcoin overlay today, um, and you're not going to, it's not going to, you're not instantly going to be like, oh, there's the answer. There's the answer to that problem. Um, it, 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 you know, there's a lot of issues in Bitcoin. I think I should kind of explain this a little bit more. Um, I, sure, you, if you get in the Bitcoin, you, you'll be happy. I mean, you, you got to learn and understand and how it's going to make a difference in your future. And that you know, tomorrow you're not going to be a millionaire because of it. Okay, but in the long term, you're going to be much better off. Okay, so in that term, in that way, yeah, there's no instant gratification. But also, everything in Bitcoin and in cryptocurrency as a whole. We experience a lot of issues. There are a lot of questions. Okay, there are a lot of questions. Why did the price go down? Why, why did it behave this way? And why, why is the mean pool full? Or why, why did that company do that? And what, what is that? Go, what, what's Lightning? When's Lightning Network going to be ready? Or when is, what did that move in Lightning Network uh, mean? And who did that? And you know, if you need exact reasons for everything that goes on in the space and you can't wait, you can't wait at all. And, and you just, you, you, you're not into studying. You're, you need an answer now. This is, go, it's not going to be a good experience for you is there's no instant gratification. There, there's not that much. Sometimes you can instantly be happy, but a lot of the times there are not instant answers. You know, I've talked about it being a big cycle. Okay. So some, Sometimes you got to study, you know, what happened four years ago, and then you're still not sure. Well, did X happen because it also happened four years ago? You got to, you got to go with the flow. You got to live the experience. You got to study it, look back on an event that happened, and then try to figure. You're not going to be able to explain everything right away. I mean, so, some people, and and so some people. Oh, I thought the institutions already bought in. That means they didn't. Oh my God, I'm out now. You know, and. You're going to end up panic selling if you need instant answers, if you need instant gratification, if you need it right away, you need an answer, you're going to, you're going to or, or worse, or you're going to make a, a worse move than selling. You're going to, who knows what you're going to do. You're going to, you're going to lose your Bitcoin some, somehow. Um, and you end up, the funny thing is the people, a lot of people who need instant answers, they come up with these theories to like calm themselves down. And they're like, they make up stories. And then eventually, since they just made up a story to calm themselves down, the story is proven completely false. 
And then they, they, they panic even more. And then maybe they, they lose complete confidence in Bitcoin. You know, enjoy the underlying values of Bitcoin, okay? The minute-to-minute -minute changes, if you need instant answers, you're going to freak yourself out. That's that's the bottom line here. All right. I want to remind everyone that this all my videos will now be available on podcast. In podcast form, you'll be able to listen to them. Uh, already, you can listen to some at anchor.fm slash Bitcoin Meister. Anchor.fm slash Bitcoin Meister. I link to it below. Spread the word. Retweet it. I tweet retweeted it yesterday. Um, yeah, check out my Twitter at TechBall and retweet the 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 podcast related stuff. It's great. We won't because there are a lot of people who are wondering when are you going to do a podcast, and I can't get back to all of them. So people have to help me spread the word. And uh, not, not everybody listens every day to the show here. So some people missed it yesterday. Some people are going to miss it today and yesterday. And will still be asking me when are you going to get a podcast, even though I, I started podcast. I started putting these shows in the podcast now about 48 hours ago now. So check check that out, seriously, and spread the word. You can listen, uh, I guess, when you're driving now or I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. I, I, I just – I've said it many times. I watch – I play YouTube shows and I cook, and so I'm listening. I never see what I never see the people's faces or anything like that. I don't care. So the, the, YouTube is my uh, podcast for me when I'm listening to other people. But not everybody does it that way, and there's some convenient issue, convenience issues for some people. Cryptopia sent this tweet out, and this is important. Please be aware that the genuine Cryptopia account is at, crypt at Cryptopia underscore NZ. And I link to that below. So it's very important. We have been made aware of many fake accounts that are being created to scam our customers. Please avoid them. All right. And this is, I, I can see why this is successful because people are now finding out that Cryptopia is back and they want instant answers and they want to be able to log in and move their money. But also update, we are well aware of market volatility in crypto. Our next phase will be introducing cancel-only mode for users to cancel any positions accordingly before the trade engine is turned back on for trading. We aim to have this on the site in the next few days. So here you go, people. The site is live. You can log into it. You can't do anything now. Soon, you'll be able to cancel your orders you had uh, when it went, when they got hacked, when they lost 9.4% your the funds so that you're, so when they turn it back on, your orders don't happen. Uh, and then I guess the next step after that is just turning it on for everyone. So if you see something on Twitter, retweet it saying it's Cryptopia. Hey, click on this. You can now trade on crypto. No, they're just trying to steal your, uh, that's some fake trying to steal your password. So be, be careful, people. Don't if you're a Cryptopia person, be very patient. Be very patient. Follow that Cryptopia, the real Cryptopia Twitter. And you don't need to rely on me to pass on this information. I find the situation to be fascinating that uh, people are getting pumped to get back on the exchange that just lost 9.4% of its funds. And I'm looking forward to see how they uh, if they socialize the losses. I, I assume they will. Um, okay, here is an article. Since uh, since Bitcoin supply is fixed, the price is largely a function of demand, to, of demand to hold it. We identify three major trends in the world 
that could lead to significant demand down the road. So three, three demand, uh, three, three reasons of demand down the road here. Okay. Three future demand sources, uh, demand that de one demand that Bitcoin. Okay. Oh, and, and it's a demand that Bitcoin is well positioned to serve and that could create significant, could create significant upside. I'm, I'm destroying this. Okay. Here it is. The one that I liked the best was demand for digital cash. Then there's demand for a global neutral settlement network, demand for a hedge against failure of the existing system. I like demand for digital cash because right, we're, we're heading toward a cashless society in so many countries and people want to make private transactions. If, if you're inside of a uh, country's, uh, Fed, Fed coin, okay? If you're using the Fed coin, they're going to know every single thing you do. So people are going to want to do trades. You're uh, going to want to buy things without the government knowing. And they won't be able to do that with their currency anymore because there won't be any paper cash. But Bitcoin will provide that private, virtually private digital cash or not being uh, actively tracked by the government because it won't be the centralized Fed coin. So right, that I see as a, I see that as the biggest demand at, 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 out of these three demands. The other uh, uh, one, other demand for a global neutral settlement settlement network. You know, I think uh, I think countries are addicted to the U.S. dollar and, and will still settle on the U.S. dollar. Um, they're not going to drop it. They're not going to drop it um, and, 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 and go to Bitcoin. Uh, a demand for a hedge against failure of the existing system. I don't think the existing system is going to fail at all. There's too many 80 percenters who love the existing system, who want to be tracked by their uh, their uh, countries. And uh, no, the 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 dollar dominated system. Be and maybe there'll be a digital dollar eventually. Uh, it will still be the uh, it it will still be the existing system, but there will be Bitcoin outside the counterculture of Bitcoin which everyone will be free to opt into if they have the brain to do so. And it'll be that very lucrative and many mainstream. It'll be quite mainstream on one level, but uh, still the, the, uh, the system that we live under now, the, the, you know, U S dollar being uh, reigning supreme, it will, it will reign supreme. It, it will reign supreme, but that's not, a, that's not a negative people. That's not a negative because you don't worry about the dollar. You worry about Bitcoin. You opt into Bitcoin. If 80% are still want to be in the dollar land, that's great. All right. So yeah, demand number one. I like uh, demand uh, reason number one on that art. Read that article below. Okay. Sonia, Sonia in South Africa, who I've of course met a few times, who puts on the uh, Bitcoin events down there. She tweeted this out. JC actually sent me this. I, th I think JC was at the event today. Uh, and I've met JC in person also. Honored to have Premier Helen Zeal keynoting the Blockchain South Africa, Blockchain Africa 19 event with Bev Schaefer today. Hearing about Western Cape government's interest in blockchain, self-sovereign identity, transparency, and trust. Looking at countries such as Malta and Estonia. Okay, so I, I have talked about this before, but it has happened. The Premier, uh, Helen Zeal of the Western Cape uh, which is a state or a province in uh, South Africa, spoke at a, a Bitcoin event. 
I mean, that's like, uh, well, it's almost like Gavin Newsom, mayor, uh, governor of California, speaking at a Bitcoin event. That would be big news. You, you know, CoinDesk would be covering that. I, I don't, I don't think CoinDesk covered this. Uh, so that that is interesting. You know, I don't like to put government officials on pedestals. I don't like to put Jack Dorsey on a pedestal. I don't like to put anybody on pedestals. But it is it's newsworthy. It it is newsworthy, and I I I do hope that the Western Cape. Uh, gets on the Bitcoin thing and, and makes it easier for people to have Bitcoin down there. Uh, because I'm well, anyway, the what Cape town is beautiful. Cape town is beautiful. And finally, this is from some lady out there. The feds. Williams says in a downturn, we can consider quantitative easing and negative rates. Oh baby. Negative rates. There you go. Fed said it right there. Now, if that actually happens one day, and then if, you know, and, and if we get our, the United States really starts digitizing uh, the currency and really starts getting rid of cash, I mean, we could, we could see, you know, regular banks like Bank of America, Wells Fargo, Citibank saying, hey, your savings account is paying negative 1%. And yeah, that's the road. That's the first step on the road to that. And that is great for Bitcoin. That is great for Bitcoin because, I mean, again, you know, who's going to want to keep their money with the Fed, first of all, with, with negative rates when they could just get into Bitcoin? Well, you know, again, institutions are, are, are going to still fear Bitcoin under that scenario because they're going to think it's too, uh, they're going to think it's too volatile. But then again, if it trickles down into to the consumer level where consumers, soon regular banks, uh, will charge people negative rates if that if that happens and that's the first step toward that. So again, the Fed hasn't inst hasn't instituted negative rates yet, and thus regular banks uh, that consumers deal with haven't don't have negative uh, savings accounts yet. But that if they're talking about it, if it happens, that will be so good for Bitcoin. That will be so good because it'll be so, what a wacky world it'll be if Bank America Bank of America is is charging negative interest rates. To, to save money there and people are still keeping their money there and not buying Bitcoin like hand over fist. I don't know. I mean, you want to have your wealth being trickled away at Bank of America or do you want to be in Bitcoin? I mean, I know what I want to be in. I've already made that decision way long before negative rates. And you probably want to make that decision also before negative rates become a real thing in the United States. All right. Pound that like button. Bang that bell button. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, this Realm Meister. Remember to subscribe to this channel, like this video, share this video. Check out the link section below. Follow me at TechBall, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T, DisruptMeister.com. Uh, subscribe to the channel. Check out that podcast, dudes. And I'll say hi to everyone in the chat right now. Bye-bye.